1: A grand slam! This is Sports Open Live. On America Sports Voice. What's down? Kansas City! KMOX.
2: We continue our one-hour program tonight. We are leading you into Monday Night Football again. Uh, thanks going out to Cardinals hitting coach Turner Ward for joining us. We'll get uh, into more of what he had to say uh, during the week and kind of break down some of the things he said. But right now, we are going to continue our parade of coaches. We're very happy to be able to go to the Quiver River guest line, the uh, SIUE men's basketball team. They are currently 1-1. One one. They've got a big game tomorrow in Columbia as they match up against Missouri. Zoo, and uh, we're happy to uh, welcome in Cougars head coach uh, Brian Baroni onto the show. Coach, thank you so much for, for your time. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. You bet. Let's start with the uh, news of the day. Your team picks up a nice honor. Sophomore transfer uh, DeMarco Minor being named as the OVC Newcomer of the Week in the uh, win against Harris Stowe. He had a double-double, then had 21 points in the tight loss uh, against Purdue-Fort Wayne. Talk a little bit about what you've gotten from him here in the first couple games of the season.
1: I like it. You're on your stuff. That was hot off the press. <laughs> that, that's big time right there. Um no, I, 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 you know, we're excited about our guys and and uh, DeMarco goes by Polo. So Polo, mine is, uh, you know, had a heck of a week. He had 10 assists, no turnovers against uh, Harris Stowe and, and really kept us uh, afloat at Fort Wayne when we weren't doing what we needed to do offensively the first half uh, to get 15 points in the first half. And then, you know, we were able to come back, take the lead, and then they came back and, and ended up getting us at the end. Um, but it, it, it's nice to see that, you know the, the the newcomers and the old guys gelling because his his newcomer of the week is yeah, a result of um, you know his teammates put him in position and he put him to statistically have some good pretty good numbers.
2: I'm looking at your roster, and the thing that really strikes me is. You bring in kids from all kinds of different areas. You've got some D one transfers. You got JUCO transfers. You got some prep school kids. You got high school kids. Is is hitting every single possible location uh, a big part of your guys's recruiting strategy?
1: It, it, it's so much. It, it is, and it's it's a lot about just relationships. Um, you know, there's so many little nuances and and unique relationships. Almost probably behind every guy that's on our roster. Um and not just with me with i have, I have a tremendous staff that you know you build relationships through um you know whether someone's from Wisconsin and you have a staff member from Wisconsin or someone that you know has a connection to the n b a and 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 they had connection to the n b a to something like an uncle or something like that, so you know we really try to tap into the relationship In our big relationship program uh you know we believe put family into basketball, don't let basketball take family away from you. And that's, that's kind of our mantra, and that's, you know, that's where you're able to get relationships uh, to come you know, be part of the team from all around.
2: Still really early on in the season, but you have kind of a lopsided win at home against Harris Stowe. You go and you have a really tight loss on the road against uh, Purdue, Fort Wayne, losing that game 81-76. I know it's really hard to make any sort of uh, big statements after a couple regular season games, but how do you feel about where your team is at right now?
1: I, I like I really, really like our team uh a lot, and I say that that's not coach talk that's sincere that's sincere uh These guys mean a lot uh to me and i they have high character. I like where we are heading um you know we have to tighten up some things we We didn't have a great start and a great finish at fort Wayne uh but you're- uh, you know you're down twelve uh on the road against the repeating uh reigning horizon league champions with seventy six percent of their their scoring back. You come back and take a lead that says a lot about uh, the character of your guys and and, and the ability. And, um, you know, we're still trying to find ourselves with Rayshon Taylor just coming back about three weeks ago. Um, You know, I'm taking that 10 out of 10 times. Uh, But you're also learning how to put a very uh, important part of your team uh, in place that you haven't had for the last, well, us the last nine months, but our immediate team with the newcomers for the last four months.
2: Yeah, I wanted to ask you about Rayshawn Taylor. He tore his ACL January 29th of last year, and here he is already playing. There's a lot of guys who take a little bit longer than that coming back from an ACL. What has it been like for you watching him go through the rehab process and maybe watching him learn to kind of retrust that knee?
1: You know, it's been really encouraging just as a person. I mean, he, he for, for two years he has essentially been revving I mean, because he had torn his ACL the, his previous year as well. And um, he comes out after the first one and uh, put himself in position to average about 17, 18 points a game. Unfortunately, January 29th, it tears it again. And his work ethic and and mental fortitude and his support system with his family, his family is unbelievable. Um, To put him in position to play last week uh, a full college basketball game it just really speaks a lot of, of the work ethic and the heart, the determination um, because like I'm almost the one holding him back. Uh, and I told him that the other day, I, I'm going to stop coaching him uh, as if he is coming off it uh, because he is, he's put us in position to play him and he wants to play his heart's there. His mind is there and the numbers all say his, his, his strength is there. So it's really, really impressive what that young man has done for two straight years.
2: He was on the preseason all-OVC team. Your other guy that's on that team is Dijon Pruitt, and so far a nice start to him uh, statistically. Uh, he's going out there. He's uh, your second leading scorer right now at 13 uh, points per game. Is it just this, the, the feeling of kind of getting from him what you were expecting from him going into the year?
1: Yeah, a, he's a good player. He's a, he's, um, he's a guy that can stretch the floor a little bit. He can handle it. He's got great size and athleticism. And it's just continuing to find that the, you know, the impact that he can have on a daily basis. Um, yeah, I have very high expectations for, um, uh, for Pruitt. Um, and, and he's had some. He had a 20-10 you know, uh, the first game. Um, he he can impact the, the game in so many ways, and and he's you know all preseason all OVC for a reason. I think he impacted the league last year, averaging around ten and seven. So there's a there's a definite level of uh, excitement and and expectations. I have high expectations for a lot of guys on our on our team.
2: SIUE men's basketball coach Brian Baroni continuing to join us. Uh, last week, you guys announced two future members of the team: Jordan Pickett, who is a, a high school kid from Belleville East, and then a, a JUCO transfer in Ethan Yancey, who's coming in from uh, Northwest Kansas Tech College. It's it's interesting right now in college basketball because it feels like coaches need to sort of pick and choose who they're taking in this early signing period because there's so many D1 transfers available uh, later on. But obviously you go out, you sign these two kids. How excited are you about them?
1: Yeah, you know, I think that, you know, it's a great observation because you really are sitting there trying to figure out, you know, what you're – you you can get caught into this what-if game, right? You know, what's going to happen. You know, there's the different transfers, the portal, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think one of the biggest things that we've really tried to do as a staff is uh, you know get the get the person that you feel fits into your program, and if it, if it makes sense right now, uh, then then go be aggressive and and, and recruit. Um, and if if you're not comfortable, then you know you you, you keep working. And, and I, it's probably a little bit more of an old school mentality because uh, that's kind of how I've always done it. Um, but I think since we are such a relationship based program. It's been a focal point of what are our needs, you know who's kind of leaving that you know on paper through seniors and and um you know you wanna fill those spots uh move it forward because I'm a big believer in a gr- in this group of guys, and we've had pretty good retention over these years. So I think that that's that's been something I've kind of stuck to.
2: You're in Columbia tomorrow night for a matchup against Missouri. In no way, shape, or form am I asking you to disrespect your opponent, but I do think it's interesting that at least in Missouri's first two games before the Lindenwood contest, Southern Indiana hung tough with them. Penn also hung tough with them. Are there things on film out of those two games where you're able to look at and maybe you're hoping to find some success based off things you saw there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you what you want to do is exploit any team's weakness and exploit your successes. And, um, you know, I think this early in the season, uh, you're still – you can get caught up in really trying to scheme against um, the, the, the your other opponents. And, you know, there's three, maybe four games with an exhibition game that's, that, that someone has put out there. Uh, Dennis Gates is a very good coach, and, you know, he's obviously new at Missouri, so there's not a lot of necessarily footage – from, from what he's done thus far there, uh, but of course you you want to look out there and see what we can do, uh, but more importantly right now it, it's about what we against their weaknesses, but it's more important like, we have to stay true to who we are because we've been working on that for you know four or five months uh, we have to We have to make the adjustments uh, throughout the game uh, and, and hopefully exploit a weakness or two and, and not let them exploit any of ours.
2: Your schedule's interesting because the first three games kind of goes tougher, 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 and then you uh, step back and you're going to play some neutral site games against uh, other mid-major opponents. I I like the way you've put together your schedule. It it looks like you did this on purpose. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, you know, I I would like one more day in between our MTE, like our neutral site games, than than we had, and and for a variety of reasons it didn't work out that way. Um, but if there's a team that's built like like uh, for, for, for multiple games in, in in a short amount of time, it's us. These last few years uh, with with our COVID schedule's been been beyond crazy. Uh, but you you definitely what you're trying to do is you want to simulate things that you're gonna you're coming across in the future. Um, you know you're you're you have that expectation to to go to the tournament in the OVC and you're gonna hopefully play multiple games back to back to back on a neutral site. So you want to be able to reference your successes and, and things that you could have done a little bit better, even though it's hopefully going to be in March. Uh, you, want to, you want to be able to kind of you know, have that type of reference point. And we definitely, there's with scheduling, with COVID, um, you're still affected by the schedule from years past. We were supposed to play Detroit this year. Dates didn't work for the last two years um, uh, as a home game. So unfortunately for us, we're on the road these next three weeks kind of because some makeup games had to be made um, with the scheduling and other teams' conference uh, schedule as well.
2: Well, Coach, I really appreciate you taking the time. Hopefully we can uh, catch up every once in a while during the course of the season.
1: I'd love it. I I appreciate it. I'm a big believer in this team, and I'm excited to to be around them all year. So let's
2: see where this thing goes. All right, very good. Thank you. Thank you so much. SIUE men's basketball coach Brian Baroni joining us here on Sports Open Line on the Quiver River guest line. We appreciate him taking some time. All right, we are coming down the home stretch of today's show. But we got to talk some St. Louis University men's soccer. They are A-10 champions. They are head to the NCAA tournament, and their head coach, Kevin Kalish, he joins us next. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX.
0: Baseball is back.